0: Get ready to step into the future in this episode. Today, we're talking about the latest breakthroughs in technology, including AI chatbots that can make phone calls, an AI DJ to keep the party going, and health features on watches that will change the way you monitor your well-being. We're also going to explore a cutting-edge technology that will allow your brain to control a computer. But it's more than just the headlines. Here's what you missed this nerdy week. Have you ever wished that you could answer phone calls without actually having to speak? Well, Samsung has announced a new feature for its Bixby mobile assistant that will let users clone their voice to answer phone calls. According to an article from The Verge, Samsung says that users will be able to clone their voice to respond to calls when using a text-to-speech function. These AI voice clones are currently only available in Korea as part of the Bixby text call service and on only a small number of Samsung handsets. This feature honestly could be both positive or, or negative. On one hand, it can make it easier to carry out administrative tasks with the help of a chatbot. On the other hand, there's concerns of potential malicious use, such as AI hate speech and fraud. As the article puts it, quote, When you pick up the phone in the near future, you may ask yourself, Is this really a human on the other end? End quote. Intrigued? Well, as the article points out, we'll have to wait to see how this technology actually develops, but for now, we can at least imagine the possibilities, because Samsung promises that user-generated voices, these voice clones, will be compatible with other Samsung apps beyond phone calls. So perhaps soon we'll be able to connect our voice clones to other chatbots, like the ever-so-helpful Chat GPT. Who knows what the future holds, as the article notes, cloning your voice to answer phone calls is within the scope of current technology— While the Samsung voice cloning is something new, this technology, though, is currently in the U.S. and has been in the U.S. since 2018 with the Pixel phones and Google Duplex. Google Duplex was announced in 2018 that allows you to make calls like asking for reservations by giving the chatbot the details ahead of time, and then it will place the phone call for you. Google did have a web app version of this, but it's since been killed off. Surprise, surprise. Google killed off a service. Oh, no. So what is it going to take to make this tech popular? Because while it's on the Pixel, I haven't heard anybody use it before. Is it going to take something like Samsung and Apple to to make this mainstream? Honestly, I swear, we're just one idea away, again, from robots talking to other robots so we don't have to make awkward phone calls. Oh, God, someone's going to use this to break up with their significant other. You're going to get broken up with by a chat clone of your significant other. They're not even going to be on the phone. Either that, the future is either going to destroy us or going to be so bright, we're going to have to wear shades. Hey, music lovers, are you ready for an AI-powered DJ in your pocket? No, I'm not talking about a tiny robot that will follow you around and play music for you. Although, to be honest, that would be pretty cool. I'm talking about a virtual DJ that knows you and your music so well that it can choose what to play for you. Spotify's new DJ feature is basically a mixture of a radio station and a playlist that you've meticulously created. And get this, the DJ is powered by AI technology from OpenAI and Scientific AI, which means that it's basically a robot that's been trained to be a music expert. It can even drop little bits of trivia and commentary about the artist or track while smoothly transitioning between songs. In, In fact, the voice is so smooth... Now, that could actually be perceived as a real radio station pronouncer. Let me play a little bit from the Spotify video. Hey, Max, what's going on? I'm X, and from this moment on, I'm going to be your own personal AI DJ on Spotify. Up next, I know you've been on a summer song kick lately, so I went back for some of your old summertime favorites. See if it warms you up. Introducing DJ, the best of Spotify made just for you one Tap Away. Powered by AI, delivered by me, your very own DJ that actually sounds like a real dj walking you through a playlist that they put together i mean that sounds like a real life person so if you're a spotify premium subscriber in us or canada you can try out this new feature for yourself right now just head over to your music feed on the homepage of spotify mobile app and tap play on the dj card also while you're there why not subscribe to this very show and you know tell a friend spotify said in the launch quote We're working with some very emerging technology, so we're definitely going to be evolving this process as we go along, end quote. Okay, so while this technology is super impressive, the problem is I am not a Spotify user. I'm an Apple Music user. And I imagine there's people out there who use Google Music or YouTube, whatever the heck Google calls their thing now. You you know how they change this stuff every single day. Is this a feature that's so well thought out and so compelling that you're willing to switch your subscription service? It's a big ask for a lot of people, skipping a lot of playlists out there. But with the way that this technology is evolving, who knows what the future could hold? Who knows? One day, maybe we will have that robot DJ that can read our minds and play the perfect song for the occasion. As they say, the future is now. Alright, the third story on here is on here for selfish reasons, because Apple is trying to change the world again, this time in the world of healthcare. According to a report from Bloomberg, Apple is making progress on a new feature for the Apple Watch that could revolutionize how diabetics and others monitor their blood glucose levels. And the best part? No more pricking your skin for blood testing, and I say this as a nerdy diabetic, I am all here for this. So, how does this work? Apple is developing a chip that can shine light from a laser to go underneath the skin to determine the concentration of glucose in the body. It's currently in the proof-of-concept stage, and is about the size of an iPhone— But Apple wants to shrink it down to fit it onto a wearable device. Now, uh, before you get too excited, it's important to note that this technology is still years away from becoming available to the public. But the good news is that Apple has hundreds of engineers working on this, and they have been conducting human trials for the past decade. Yes, you heard me right on this. Since Steve Jobs was running the show at Apple, they've been working on this, and this has been a milestone development. They want to be able to warn people if they are pre-diabetic so they can make lifestyle changes before developing full-blown diabetes. Thank you, Apple. You miss me, but I'm at least happy other people can get some help. Look, this shows just how serious Apple is about making a difference in the health tech space. Who knows? Maybe someday we'll be wearing an Apple Watch that can tell us everything about our blood glucose levels, our body temperature, our hydration levels, and maybe, just maybe, we'll all be able to do it without pricking our skin. This takes us to the most wild part of this entire story. Synchron is a brain interface startup that has developed the Synchron Switch, a system that enables people with paralysis to control technology with their mind. This sounds like something straight out of science fiction, but right now is indeed science fact. The technology is implanted through the blood vessel and connects to an antenna that collects raw brain data and sends it to an external device. The switch has been used in three patients here in the U.S., four in Australia, with patients being able to operate cursors, smart home devices, shop online, manage their health and finances, they can do text messaging, and even access social media. The company's funding has included investment firms from Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos, and Synchron is currently conducting an early feasibility trial. Listen, this may sound a little bit familiar because Elon Musk is working on technology like this, but this is a different company that is not facing a lot of regulatory scrutiny or animal cruelty charges like Elon Musk is. This company actually has the blessing of the FDA. They have two ways to take a look at this, and they're allowed to conduct trials about permanently implanting these devices in human patients. According to a company statement, quote, it's grounded in real science and is already making a significant difference in patient lives. In an interview, the CEO, Tom Oxley, gave a good outlook for the technology. He said, quote, I've seen moments between patients and their partner where it's incredibly joyful and empowering to have regained an ability to be a little bit more independent than before. Again, this sounds like complete science fiction, but look at the future that we have ahead of us. Wearables that can tell us things without having to do an invasive procedure. An implant that can get connected so that if you're paralyzed or if you've lost the ability to speak, you can have some autonomy back in your body. Entertainment giving us the way to make the perfect playlist and the ability for AI to take away some social anxiety and allow people to make phone calls without having to have a panic attack. I know in a few episodes I said that the outlook for AI robots can sometimes be bleak. Chatbots talking to other chatbots, companies using chatbots against consumers. But sometimes it's good to know that there's companies out there that are working on the brighter future, the stuff that we've seen in sci-fi. I just really hope that the technology doesn't take the wrong turn and we end up in the Terminator. I'd rather, much rather, end up in a utopian state. But seriously, this is cool technology, and the fact that we're working on things that looked like sheer science fiction, sheer impossibilities a few years ago, are now coming into focus, and we're getting things done. I, I know that there's a lot to unpack in this episode. I know that there's a, a lot of technology that hinges on people making good decisions with it. And I'd love to know what you think about some of this technology that we just talked about today. Finally, if you'll grant me an indulgence, uh, this nerdy week, I got to see Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. If you haven't seen it and want to avoid all spoilers, just go ahead and skip to the end of the show. This is the last thing that I'm talking about today. You have been warned. So Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania left me with some mixed feelings. While I was entertained, the film ultimately fell short of the greatness of other MCU movies. The movie's most significant flaw is the overuse of the mystery surrounding the villain, Kang, He shows up in the first five minutes of the movie. He is on every poster, on every trailer, but the film tries to keep his name a secret the whole time, with a lot of people saying, you know who, and he'll be mad for like half the movie. We know it's Kang. Also, the film attempts to create this kind of Star Wars vibe, and it feels really forced, taking away all of the fun from the experience. Kane even feels like a Vader-like character, and there's even a cantina scene that feels like it was lifted from a rejected Star Wars script. I know that the Quantum Realm is inherently weird, and the movie's attempt to make this Star Wars atmosphere just feels really out of place. Also, the movie has really weak character development and a lack of emotional investment in the new characters that we meet. They feel really hollow, and I've asked people who have seen this movie, no one can give me a name of some of the new characters that we meet. So it's difficult for me to care about them and their plight. If I don't even remember who they are, despite the flaws, the special effects are incredibly oppressive. The movie has a great deal of actions. And if you're a Marvel fan, you're definitely going to like this. Kang is amazing. I mean, one of the most menacing and incredible villains that we've seen in MCU history. And I would say he is better than Thanos. But I don't think this movie is going to get multiple rewatches. It's better than Thor The Dark World, but it's an adequate movie. But it just falls short of the standard set by other Marvel movies. If you're interested in seeing more movie reviews by me, I am posting them on Instagram and Mastodon. So be sure to check me out on those channels. And thanks for indulging me on my review of Ant-Man and the Wasp and Quantum Quantumania. If you're interested in checking out more movie reviews by me, I am posting them on Instagram, Mastodon, and of course Letterboxd. Uh, The links will be here in the show notes. All right. So that is your glimpse into the future. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode. Let me know if you have a story or something you want me to cover on the show. If you want to know more about these stories, though, check out the link in the show notes. And don't forget to subscribe to This Nerdy Week on Spotify or your podcast player of choice. You can find the show on Mastodon, Instagram and TikTok for that review. I'm CJ Mellon. Thanks so much for listening and enjoy your nerdy week.